You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kivalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. You want to give 10%, and now uh, they're trying to raise money to get an electrocardiogram for the local ambulance. Now, the Ravavinir says, let's look at Hilchot Tzedakah. Hilchot Tzedakah says the meiser money should be for Aniyim, right? It could also be, as we said yesterday, for your son, who's like an Ani in the yeshiva, right? If he's older than, you know, he's already a teenage boy, he's like an Ani. You could also give meiser money to, um, to Harbatzah's Torah in terms of strengthening Torah. So that's a special din of, of like super tzedakah, of Torah is greater in the world. But the electrocardiogram, they're trying to raise money for the electrocardiogram to, to put it into the ambulance. That's the question. So is that considered, uh, no one's denying it's a positive thing. The person wants to know is, okay, I want to, I want to, uh, allot money from my Meister money for that. Uh, can I do that? So he says, "L'chora ain't no liyud zev. L'firov aposkin meiser ksaf and meino chova mutavos meatzma laodam el minig yisrael." First of all, where does meiser money come from? It's definitely done, but there, it's, there's no pasuk in the Torah that says you have to give meiser. Um, it's a minig yisrael, but it's an interesting minig yisrael that the Chassam Sefer says. You could be Mr. Scrooge if you want, to use another uh, seasonal metaphor. In other words, even though everybody else, well, everybody gets nicer, I don't, you're okay, according to some cipher. I mean, you're not a nice guy, but if you if you never, you know, had the calling to say, I'm going to give nicer, you're not necessarily to, to give nicer, even though it's the type of minag that almost most, it's, it's, it's almost a universal minag of tzedakah. You could also say you're going to give meiser money for the sake of a mitzvah as well. Um, now, that's only if you sort of like make a tanai that this is where your meiser money is going to go. In other words, Rabbi Vinera is telling us Let's say you are now an adult earning money, teenager, an adult, whatever. You're now a, a wage earner, and you want to join the rest of the the, the rest of uh, the mature humanity of the Jews and say, "I'm now going to give meiser." So when you make that determination, you have a right to say, "But I'm also going to give to other mitzvos, not just for aniyim," and that's also fine. Now let's say, however, you don't determine that in your brain. You just say, I'm going to be a meister giver, just like everybody else. So then, Rabbi Vinayar says, if you've already put away money for meister, then you assume it's only for either Harbatz's Torah or for Anil directly. Now, you can change things. You can say, all right, I've decided from this day on I'm still going to be a, guy, a person who's involved in the idea of giving meiser, but I want my meiser to be a little bit more broad, and I want it to now allow me, I, I, I now, whatever I'm going to be giving, like, for example, if you have stuff that you put away after every paycheck, 
without thinking about it, you can make a, a declaration in advance and then later decide you're going to give it to various uh, good funds that you'd like to give to. But you need to uh, articulate that in your brain, at least, from in, in advance. Now, Rav Aviner points out there is the sheet of the Taz who says that you are allowed to take miser money even if you didn't have an advance, you didn't make an advance knife for any sort of mitzvah. And according to that opinion, you could take that money and decide you're going to help buy the electrocardiogram for the ambulance. Um, Now, this is where I said yesterday, and this is Rabbi Vinir's Chiddush. So, it would seem, according to some shitos, unless you originally, when you became a miser giver, you were more broad of your tikkun olam mentality, that you couldn't just say, oh, I've got miser money, I'm going to give it to the, I'm going to give it to the fund. Because the ambulance is not for aniyam. So this is the Chiddush of Vinir, that having an electrocardiogram in an ambulance is a matana for, for aniyam. Why? Because who goes into the ambulances? People who are ill, people who have, feel that they're having a heart attack. At that moment, <laughs> that person would not be able to afford an electrocardiogram. So that person is like an ani. Like we saw a similar thing when we were learning in the Yershalmi about how people who are traveling are able to eat demai, right? People who are or business people who have a wealth of money, uh, who have a, a cache of, of stacks of money waiting for them back in their city. But when they're on the road, they can take part with Matan Saniyam because right now they have nothing. So a similar Svara of Avinera is saying about the people who Hatzol, whoever takes into the ambulance, they're like Aniyam because they don't have anything at this point. And therefore, when it comes, it's like a Tzedakah, and clearly health and being able to determine with the EKG or the or either the electrocardiogram, right? Uh, uh, right? Um, that is a very uh, uh, echo or electrocardiogram are very, very important. That's, that's going to be a great determining factor about health. So therefore, based on the Taz, even without a Tanai in advance, and even if you say you need a Tanai in advance, this is considered uh, a tzedakah for an ani. So he would be able to take his meister money that he'd already put away and throw it into the fund for getting the electrocardiogram for the ambulance. Um, Uh, here's a question about, um, now, again, I don't know all these terms, but I think it has to do with, we're trying to figure out what 10% is. So you're an Oved, and you're a Makablim Tolush Meskolet, La'achar Hafroshot Misim. So I think what this means is, is that, in other words, your, your net um, 
there's your uh, the net that you make, and there right is after the taxes and everything gets taken out. So imroi lahaprish meiser ksafim mehaneto. I guess that's the net that you bring in. Um, now, this sounds a little bit cheap. In other words, it sounds like the person wants to um, take 10% of the gross salary. In other words, that'll be his miser. Um, and I guess he's also assuming that maybe, and this doesn't sound correct, that maybe you could say what they take off for taxes, maybe part of that should count as miser money. I think that's what the question is. Um, that, uh, yeah. So he says, L'chora, ha-yitzarach l'hatrash miser k'sotvim may Rabbi Kivalevich? Yes. I was thinking about something that in uh, the Medinat Israel it might be a little bit different from here because there taxes go into partially into tzedakah or uh, you know or the medical also especially right. there there's more uh, government involvement uh, and also the government takes care of some of the tzedakah so um, that might be a special case right you know, in terms I, of, okay, other countries no but definitely Israel w- would be more complicated that's how I'm thinking about I, it I think you're right and again I don't know what this term is Moshe I'm sure you, you can help us with this What's this baroto? Yeah, bruto. Bruto is the uh, uh, money before taxes. That's gross. Right. That's the gross amount. Yes, before right. taxes. Right. So this is so this is actually Dr. Kogan's Svara. What they take off from all the paychecks, all those taxes, the from the from the gross. I'm not sure what broto means, but I guess it's... That's uh, what it means, gross. It's uh, Actually, I grew up with two concepts, br- uh, bruto and netto. The netto is the net, and exactly. the bruto is the gross. So yeah, it's well, a, what like, is brut? What word is... Where is that from? Latin? It's a general bruto. thing. It's like bruto. It's, it's, um, it's Latin. It's Latin. It's, it's okay. a made-up name. Heim t'mura shirutim, shanu makabu, me'amedina. In other words, which is what? L'chein ha'yeroi l'seis meiser k'sofim. Oh, so over here he's actually saying a different thing. Not that that should count as my tzedakah. What he's saying is, is that that when you take, when that money is taken away, that's not like money taken away from you. That's giving it to you. In other words, you have to give 10%. Now, it would be great if you could say, I'm only taking 10% from my net. So let's say the man was making two hundred hours uh, a week bruto, right? And his net is one fifty. So how much? How much is uh, uh, is ten percent? Would be fifteen. He wants to declare here that maybe he should take twenty percent because even the fifty dollars a week that goes to the government is really a benefit to him <laughs> because look what you get from that. Because you get all the all the benefits the government gives you. It isn't just oh, you got to pay Uncle Sam. Th- there was an idea of yeah, uh, uh, the fifty percent they take away from me. That's actually it's giving me something. I'm uh, it's like I bought something with it. Like the fifty dollars that was taken out of my paycheck every week 
is what pays for all the public works that I get from the country. So it's a little bit different than you were saying, Dr. Kogan. It's like, say, yeah. So therefore, and then he says, That's your svara. The other way to look at it is that some of what the government takes isn't just, oh, now you have a better highway to drive on. Now you have better water. Some of that actually goes to for welfare benefits or for money for the yeshivos and things like that. That's your svara, Dr. Kogan. That's the story to say that, uh, my sir, I, I don't have to give again for that. They, uh, of the $50 that the government took from me, some of that went to Tzedakah already. And therefore, all you need to worry about is the net. You don't have to worry about the gross. Right. Now, so he has, that's his, that's his, that's, and, and maybe that, that's a, a logical way to look at it. I, in the, I'm sorry, in America that it's net, it's clear, you know, because gross, who knows where it goes, <laughs> where it used to go. But in Israel, I think it's more, more uh, cash. There's more cash between in, people in, and the government. Well, look, in, in America, let's say in Elizabeth, it goes for the Elizabeth public schools, right? The library, it goes for things which really, in many ways, don't even benefit us at all. Exactly. It's questionable, but I'm saying it's not clear. Yeah. This is a question. Um, now, we, we talked about that in the previous chuva, that once he reaches a certain age, you could take off schar limud for meiser. Um, now, what about if you're single and you don't have children? So there, um, it's possible that um, you can count if you're a single person and you're sending money to your parents, you can count that as miser. Um, now, however, if the single person really is frustrated because he's trying to save money and, you know, he's worried about miser, once again, he says, miser except him is only a minute. And um, it really depends when you reach your age of deciding What's your contributions going to be? You can determine that. So, if you want to be, if you want to be a Scrooge, if you want to be a person, or even not a Scrooge, you say, "Look, I'm single. I'm just starting to make money. I can't afford to give ten percent away now. I'm trying to save so I can make a nice. I'll have a little nest egg for when I decide to get married. So you're not really mechuyev to give that as tzvaka. That's what Rabbi Vinir says." Um, now let's say you're like most people and you decide I'm going to give miser. And now during Corona, you lose jobs. You don't have those opportunities. What happens? You made, it's like a nether that you've accepted upon yourself. And now you're not able to fulfill it. Um, now let's say, especially if, the reason is, is because of all the other expenses that are rising up with the family. So, he says, um, for those people, it's not, you need to be inventive to work out this nether and say, okay, I took care of my kids, I bought clothes for my kids, my kids were aniyam, 
Now, even though they're, they're, they're just seven, eight, ten years old, according to the Gemara, once they're six, you're not, you're not really mechuyiv to be mefarnas to your children. Uh, the Chachamim say, we can, we're going to beat a guy up if he doesn't. But in order to, you, you are able to call it a Um So, like he says, uh, now, like he says, he understands uh, singles who are in a difficult situation. However, let's say a single is a hedge fund guy, or what used to be a hedge fund guy. He's making a lot of good money. Um, Let's talk about regular tzedakah, not not meiser ksafim, which is a minig. Tzedakah. What does that mean? Tzedakah means if an ani approaches you, you need to give to that ani everything that could help him according to what your ability to help is. Which would mean that if, if and again, people think, oh, the, the, this... You know, we, we just had Nebuch the Ptira, uh this week of Avrami Wolfson. I don't know if you've heard who Avrami Wolfson is. I was in yeshiva with Avrami. Uh, he was in a couple of years older than me, uh, four years older than me. And um, he took from his father, Rebzev Wolfson, over all the tzedakahs. And he was considered one of the biggest balit stuck in the world. And uh, so he's four years older than me, so he... He, he, he's probably around 66. And Neva um, Chitai um, had a heart attack. And, and, and once he was in a compromised situation and COVID, you know, I think finished him off, Neva. So if, you, if you're a person who is, who, and, and he understood these halachas very well, um, people who are Ashirim and someone comes to them and describes their needs... So if you are able to help them, at that moment, there's a mitzvah of tzedakah to give as much as you can. Um, and that's not just to be nice. If a person comes to you and, he, and he's in a great need, and, he, and, and you have no re- again, we talked yesterday whether you, whether you can be bodic, right? Uh, you know, his situation. But if you're bodic his situation you, and you determine that he really is in tremendous need, then when that person's coming to you, you have a chiyuv in the midst of tzedakah to help him as much as you possibly can. Um, now, obviously, if a person doesn't have that much money, so the minute became 10%. But if, a, if an ani approaches you, then it's already a mitzvah daraisa. It's not a minute. Um... The Chafetz Chaim put it this way. Of course, but what about luxuries or not? <laughs> In other words, okay, if I help this guy out, if I allow, give him enough money that he now has food on the table, or he's able now to afford this operation, whatever it is, but I won't be able to take that trip to the, the winter vacation trip. It's Pashat, the Chafetz Chaim says, that you have to help this person. Uh, or as he says, you can't say, oh, I wanted to buy this important, uh, this chash of a piece of furniture. If this guy doesn't even have a bed, 
So that's if a person is really well off, um, the person has to know. So meeting Aniyam is not so simple. It could really be a, 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 it could put you in a bind. And again, we talk about Hanukkah being a time of tzedakah. Tzedakah is a serious matter, very serious. Um, interesting question here. Let's say... Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.